Blooming Beauties Podcast, episode number 10. Hi, and welcome to Blooming Beauties Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Kim, your host. Our studio phone number is 312-957-7087. For those of you who are new to my show, here's a little bit about me and why I'm podcasting. I'm coming to you from the Chicagoland area. I have a heart for people and I really want to make a difference for others. I sell skincare, health, and wellness products, and my clients often ask me great questions about how to care for their skin or how to be more healthy. I thought this would be a good forum to help people. Each week I'll offer a different topic. I do want to be clear and say that I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to give medical advice or diagnose medical conditions. I'm using this podcast not to sell you products, but to bring you information. I believe we are our own best advocates for our health. I think it's important for us to acquire knowledge that allows us to ask better questions and expect better answers from our healthcare providers. We should be more in charge of our own health, and I hope I can help you with that here. This past week, I attended a really amazing seminar. Uh, There were... 250 of us at the seminar, and I think 235 of us were Arbonne consultants. And usually the trainings that I attend for Arbonne are about how to provide good follow-up service for our clients or how to close a sale or how to find prospects. Those are usually the typical things that we attend for trainings. So this seminar was really very different, and it was called A Two-Day Exchange with Keith Kochner. And I just want to read a little bit from his website, um, some of his background. Keith Kochner is an international speaker and trainer of trainers. He's a leading authority in personal growth and leadership training. His ability to communicate and connect with audiences has made him one of the most effective catalysts of change for those looking to have a more fulfilled life. Keith has a proven track record of consistently helping businesses and individuals accelerate their success exponentially. This ability has granted him unique access to mentor multimillionaires and billionaires. He is one of today's most in-demand speakers, sharing his unique process for success all around the world. Keith lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma with his wife and two boys, and he's the founder of Mentorship Mastery and Mentor Fish, and his company's mission statement is to help unlock people and businesses to step into their greatness, to have more abundance in their lives for the purpose of impacting this planet in a positive way. So that was from his website. In the time that I spent with him on this two-day seminar, I found him to be a very down-to-earth, compassionate person, and I believe that he has answered the call to help others attain their greatness. Um, So I'm going to attempt to summarize some of my notes from the training and give you a little bit of what I learned at this two-day exchange. I hope I can do it justice. We all have greatness within us. Keith says we cannot walk towards our greatness. We can only walk away from it. And too often, we're casual. We do life casually. And casualness breeds casualties. We don't want to do life casually, but instead to engage and interact. And I know the casualness that he's talking about. Um, I see it in my business because if I've closed really strong for a month and I know that I've worked hard and I've really closed strong with my sales I know that I often, in that first week of the next month, I tend to kind of take a break and relax a little, thinking that I worked really hard at the end of the month, and now I can kind of take it easy. And that's that casualness that he's talking about. He also used an example for himself that when he would close a deal on Monday for the rest of the week, he'd sit in his office with his feet up, 
thinking about the deal that he closed on Monday. So that's kind of the casualness that he's referring to. And I was just thinking how many of us are casual about things in our lives. Often we operate on a snapshot mentality, which doesn't serve us. And most things do not happen overnight. Keith believes that everyone should have a 36-month mentality in all that we do. It gives us time to see the effects of our actions. Life isn't instantaneous, even though many of us might wish that it were. It takes time to truly see the effects of our behavior or actions. And we have to stick to it and trust the process. Because life is not about perfection, it's about progression. And life is a marathon, not a sprint. Often what makes people quit is that something looks different than what they were expecting. They start something new, like a new relationship or a new job or whatever, and it's not what they were expecting and they want to quit. And Keith said that they always go through a process. First, they make up a story that doesn't serve them. Second, they isolate themselves. And then the last is they plan their escape. So when I was thinking about something that I've wanted to quit, I was reminded of when I started helping with the art program at my daughter's school. It didn't go the way I had expected it to go, and it was a lot harder than I thought, and I, I just felt inadequate. So I began to believe that I wasn't good enough to talk to the kids about art. So this was the story that I made up that didn't serve me. And then I didn't tell anyone about the confusion that I had or how I was feeling, so I isolated myself, and then I planned my escape. So when the emails went out for volunteers for the rest of the months for that year, I just didn't answer back. So I, I quit and escaped. So there's an example of what he was talking about. And Keith says that we are all addicted to comfort. We were designed that way. It's human nature. Comfort and greatness do not go together. Discomfort indicates that something needs to change. And discomfort is our path to greatness. If we have no discomfort, then we're not going anywhere. If we aren't in motion, we won't feel the resistance. And resistance is our clue that we're in motion. We have to be willing to experience discomfort if we want to move forward. Confusion and chaos can be ways we keep ourselves comfortable. And I know I often quit when I'm feeling confused or chaotic. Everyone wants something, but very few people are willing to do what it takes to get it. I think that's sad, but true. We all know the answers. We know how to be healthy, eating right, exercising, plenty of sleep, stay out of the sun, don't smoke. We know that to save money, cut back on spending, and eliminate debt, this will get us closer to financial security. We know how to have strong relationships, open and honest communication. So we know all the answers. But why do so many of us still struggle with health issues, money issues, and relationship issues? I think because everyone wants something, but very few people are willing to do what it takes to get it. The big topic that Keith talked about for the two-day seminar um, had to do with our foundation the stories that we've been telling ourselves throughout our lives. Our foundation causes the gaps in our life. Our foundation is the stories from our life, the, the stories or lies that we've made up about things that have happened to us. And self-awareness is the ability to look at our foundation, not the outer surface stuff. What are the internal conversations we're having with ourselves and are they serving us? People will tell themselves that what they find will be wrong or will be unhealthy, so they look outward instead of inward, or they just stop looking. Whatever we find, don't make it right or wrong, don't make it good or bad. Because if we make it wrong or bad, then we'll stop looking. We should ask ourselves instead, is it serving me? Those things we find in our foundation come from the stories we made up from what happened to us in our lives. To change those stories, we have to have self-awareness 
and be self-governing, which is the ability to shift or exchange the stories in our foundation. Exchange means to give something to get something. And Keith used really two great examples that I'm going to share with you. He told us that when he was young, he discovered his love for water um, when they got a swimming pool. And he used to spend, I guess, a lot of time in the swimming pool in the standing in the middle of the pool with his arms stretched out. And he would just go around in circles with his arm on the surface of the water, trying to make as big a waves as he could. And then he asked us how strong would he have to be or how big would his arm have to be to make a tsunami, which is the biggest wave you can possibly have. And he wouldn't be able to make a tsunami from the surface of the water because a tsunami results from a four-inch shift in the earth. So a small four-inch shift in the earth can create the largest wave ever. And then he used another example of uh, when he was at home, he had a satellite dish on his roof. And they had a really major storm, really windy storm, and their satellite service went out, so there was nothing on TV. So he called the service company and um, had them come take a look at it. He was convinced that the storm had blown the dish off the roof. And in fact, it hadn't. The technician came out and just made a two millimeter shift in the direction of the dish, and then the service started working. So these examples that he gave us were to prove that we are not big steps away from anything. We're small shifts away from everything. Small shifts. So these small shifts we make in our lives can equal big changes for us. So back to talking about the, the stories or the lies that, that we've had. Um, he said we're to push out what's not serving us and push in what will serve us. So oftentimes in life, people will create results around wanting to be right, not necessarily to be successful. And that seemed to be such a powerful statement. He repeated it many times. So I'm going to repeat it one more time. Oftentimes in life, people will create results around wanting to be right, not necessarily to be successful. So what am I looking to be right about? The stories in our foundation. It's the self-fulfilling prophecy. We'll find justification for whatever we're looking for. So if I've spent my life telling myself I'm not good enough, then I will create results around proving myself right, that I'm not good enough, because humans always want to be right. And if someone is out there saying, I do not have to always be right, I rest my case. So what are we willing to settle for? Keith also said we should never let our lack of awareness equal our lack of existence. So in other words, because I thought that was kind of heavy, in other words, just because I don't understand it or I didn't experience it doesn't mean that it's not true or that it can't happen. And the example that they used for us in Arbonne is that I know consultants in Arbonne who have earned their white Mercedes and I know some who are multimillionaires. Just because I haven't experienced it yet doesn't make it, doesn't make it not true. So back to our foundation stories. We can choose our stories, and we want to make up stories that serve us. So he guided us into an exercise where we had to write down three events that had happened to us in our lives. And then we had to figure out what the story or the lie was that we were telling ourselves as a result of these events. So I wrote down three events in my life, and what I discovered was that even though these three events were very separate, they weren't related at all. The story that I made up about myself for all three of these events was the same story. My foundation story or lie that I had made up for all three of these events was that I was unlovable and not good enough. And this was really shocking for me to see on paper, and he made us write it down. And then we made our exchange. So we were supposed to exchange a new story for the old story. And sometimes it's just simply the opposite of what we had been telling ourselves. So my new story is that I am lovable and I am great at all that I attempt. And we had to 
we did that exercise right before lunch. So when we broke for lunch, he told us that we had to start sharing our new story with people in order to make it real. So the more I hear myself tell the new story, the more it becomes real. And as new events happen in my life, I am to be careful of the story that I make up, that I am to make up only those stories that serve me. So all of this really points to something that I've been learning this past year, that what we say or think to ourselves really makes a difference. And I know that I've mentioned this um, on a couple of my shows before. If we are left ungoverned, we will default to the negative story. Um, We pile in the negative stories and never govern them. And that foundation causes our results. So we need to make up stories that serve us and it will change our lives. And it doesn't matter how we got here, only where we're going from here. So don't spend too much time dwelling in the past. It's okay to glance back, but we're not supposed to dwell in the past or relive it or stay there. The quality of our communication with ourselves will affect our quality of life. The most dominant images in our mind will dictate the direction of our destiny. So what are we dwelling on? Is it positive or negative? And remember, we're not big steps away from anything. We're small shifts away from everything. I did a show about how our everyday choices matter. And this is another one of those everyday choices. It can be a small shift to begin talking positive to ourselves. Instead of saying, I don't get this, we can say, I'm still figuring it out. Instead of saying I failed, we can say I have figured out ways that don't work and I'm still searching for how to make it work. And I love this from Thomas Edison. Um, I don't remember exactly the quote, but Thomas Edison said that he didn't fail 10,000 times while working on the light bulb. He just found 10,000 ways that it wouldn't work. And if he hadn't had such a positive attitude, we'd all be sitting in the dark. So all of this makes sense to me because I was there at this seminar and I only hope that it can make sense for those of you who weren't there. It's sometimes hard to communicate. I mean, I have all of the thoughts in my head and I know how I want to get them out, but I sometimes don't know if they come out the way that they are in my head. So anyway, this is just a small part of what I learned during this two-day exchange. It was really an amazing experience and um, Keith was just really compassionate and down to earth. And there's still so much for me to, to digest from this seminar. So talking about my notes has helped to further sink some of Keith's words into my head, and I hope something from these notes helped shed some light on things for someone listening. If so, then this show was worth it. If you have any questions about this, you can always email me or phone me. I hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and I hope you'll join me for the next show. My plan is to give you simple tips that will allow you to live better, and I owe it to you, my listeners, to follow my own advice. So I'm challenging myself to do just that. I would not be able to do this without the technical genius of my husband or the creative genius of my daughter, and I continue to be very grateful for all of their help and their support. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on my podcast, please call me or email me. I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me at 312-957-7087 or email at bbpodcast at live.com. I might even use your question on my next show. You can also find me at bbpodcast.com, which is my website. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Lord willing, I will be with you on my next show. Have a joyful, healthy week, and let's live beautifully. Simple information to help you live beautifully and bloom where you are.